When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. We are at the National Equine Forum today and I'm with the lovely Carolyn Benoit. Carolyn, you are the Manager of Research and Education at the Academy of New School? Neue Schule. Neue Schule. I knew there was a nice way of saying it. <laughs> so you're speaking today. I am, yes. I'm well, very excited. Just before we talk about what you're going to be speaking on, um, where are you based? Uh, Stokesley, North Yorkshire. But you don't have a North Yorkshire accent. I don't have an American accent, a French name, and Dutch nationality. <laughs> oh, <really>? English mother. <laughs> Just to confuse things. Oh my goodness, so when did you come over here and decide that you wanted to work in research on bits? Um, actually, on my birthday, November of 2015. So wow. I've been here a little over a year now. Gosh, and so. what does your role entail? Um, well, I manage the Academy by Neue Schule. Um, so it's um, a series of online courses about how bits work. Um, so it's, it's basically the science behind the action of bits, mm-hmm. lots of physics, um, and then I manage the research as well. So it's, uh, That's clever. So what do you have to do when you're looking at research? Um, well, I've measured the pole pressure in every single bit that we have um, to see how much of the rainforest is actually going to the pole. So we, we've measured every single cheek type that we have, and wow. uh, so we've put out a pole pressure guide. That's um, really clever because we do think about the pole, but the main thing we look at is the bit. Exactly. And the bit is tends to be used as a stopping device yes. <laughs> or a how much control can I have device yeah. um, rather than I kind of think... And I, I, I don't know, okay, so that's why I'm asking. But in my simple brain, I'm thinking, well, maybe we need to work more with the bits rather than I feel, sometimes I feel I'm working against it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's just a lack of understanding and how they truly work. Mm. And unless you have the information that you need to know how a particular mouthpiece and cheek piece work, then you can't really make a decision on your horse's way of going. No, well, it's like going and buy, going to Boots and deciding what shampoo and conditioner you want. What? There are so many different types, and you're thinking, well, do I want one for volume hair or do I want one for shiny hair? I don't know. That, for me, is what it's like looking at, at bits. Because exactly. I know that the snaffle doesn't hurt so much, and a pelham is probably... He probably doesn't need a pelham. That's about as far as my bitting knowledge goes. Right. So I then need to come to you and say, does it change based on your discipline? It should. It should. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think in some cases it's required. Obviously, the dressage, you know, we, we need to eventually move into double bridles. Uh, we do but prefer... why? Why do we need to move to double bridles? I think that's a question for the FBI. Oh, really? Does, <laughs> yeah. it, does it make a difference? Does it put more pressure? Um, it does 
can put more pressure, absolutely. And, and that's something I will actually address uh, in my talk in regards to double bridles, um, which is, in fact, another study I recently completed. Um, so we're just looking at the data now. So um, definitely be looking out for some more information on double bridles. Um, but it's, um, it's definitely, you know, you've got the two bits. Each has their own function. And, and the, the curb bit is really there to kind of reinforce the horse, to kind of, you know, sit back on the hocks. Uh -huh. and, and um, you know, perform those higher movements, which we see people do all the time. Mm. Um, you know, even without a bit. So it just begs the question: Do we need um, it? Do we need it? Do we have to move to doubles? Because some horses are perfectly happy doing the movements in snaffles. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of this that we do is psychological, really, isn't it? Yes, it's, it is. it's what we've done in history and what we've done traditionally. Exactly. I don't feel you know I've never ridden in a in a double bridle because. Psychologically, I don't feel like I'm at that level where I should be riding in a double bridle. Yeah. Ultimately, if it doesn't do anything, then do we need it? Do we need it? I think, I mean, in some cases, I think some horses do need it. Mm. Um, at the moment, it is just an FEI rule, um, you know, where you have to move in, into doubles when you reach a certain level. Mm. Um, you know, whether if you're an amateur rider, I don't think it's needed at all. I think mm. you can just get away with with whatever you're happy with, whatever your horse is happy with. Mm. Um, but just a key word you said just a minute ago is tradition. Mm. And that is it. You know, bits and bidding, it's based on tradition. Yeah. And, and there just hasn't been a lot of new knowledge out there, so there's lots of misconceptions. Mm. Um, you know, people believe in the, in the nutcracker effect still, where a single-jointed snaffle would be pushing into the horse's palate, which is simply not the case. It squeezes the tongue, that's for sure. Um, but we think about the bit sitting upright, so you would actually have to have your hands at your heels to be able to push it up into the palate. Oh, okay. So, but yeah. why would you want a bit that would squeeze your horse's tongue? Um, well, <laughs> maybe that's a design flaw. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, if, if, again, if you were to go with a straight bar, it, that wouldn't be the case. The horse's tongue yeah. wouldn't be squeezed. But these are things that people just don't know because it hasn't been looked at. No. And so, you know, that's something just the academy is trying to get out there. It's, it's how do these bits work? Yeah. We're not telling you, you know, because your horse has this way of going, this is the kind of bit that you need to use. We just look at the science of bits, and we don't look at just our bits. We look at every single bit that is out there. We look based on cheek type, based on uh, mouthpiece. We look at what presses into the horse's tongue. We look at what pushes into the palate. Mm. Um, you know, we dispel some myths. You'll see some in a moment. In the oh, top, that's so. great. <laughs> well, well, for our listeners who, who sadly can't be here today, because it's not a public forum, um, can you give us a little bit of what, what you're going to be talking about? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I will start off you know, with some welfare concerns in regards to the bit, um, but then I'm going to address one of the major, major misconceptions out there, um, which is the French link versus the Dr. Bristol where the Dr. Bristol is said to be a not-so-mild bit, mm. uh, and the French link is said to be very mild. And you can go on so many forums and see people go back and forth and say the Dr. Bristol has the thin edge of its plate pushing into the horse's tongue. And it's simply not true. It's actually the reverse. It's a thin edge of the French link that's pushing into the horse's tongue because that plate of the Dr. Bristol is angled. So if you look at it, the French link is straight across, mm. The Dr. Bristol plate will be angled, but what most people don't know is that the bit, when it comes under rein tension, it rotates in the mouth. Oh. So when the Dr. Bristol rotates, it's the broad edge of that link that actually sits flat on the tongue. Wow. So, quite reversed. <laughs> it is. So what would you say is the, is the most gentle bit out of all of them? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think 
the most gentle bit. It really, it depends on your horse. The most gentle bit is going to be the one that fits your horse's mouth. You know, and they, they all have their individual anatomy. Some horses just have massive, massive tongues. Mm. So you want a thinner bit, but a thinner bit is going to, you know, put more localized pressure, high pressure, versus the thicker bit. Mm. So, but then, you know, if your horse has a thick tongue, he's not going to want a thick bit. Mm. So what we really need to look for is we need to understand a horse's mouth. You know, how deep is that palate, the, the roof of the horse's mouth, how much can it accommodate? You know, if you put in a ported bit, if you have a shallow palate, that port is going to make contact. Mm. Um, so it, it really, you have to look at your own horse to determine what is kindest. Um, you know, and then there's the debate on pole pressure. Well, when we look, um, even with the double bridle, the pole pressure is not what people think it is. It's just to the order of a few hundred grams, a few slices of cheese on your horse's pole. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that so, makes me feel better because yeah. I was thought I was putting far too much pressure on his head. I, you'd be surprised because the levered bits, they, they need something, it's kind of like a seesaw. So mm. they need a fulcrum to push against to provide that leverage. Well, the lips stretch, so it's, we call it a floating fulcrum. Um, in fact, Frank Swills, the inventor of Swills bit, came up with that term. Uh, you can find it in his patent. <laughs> um, so it doesn't put that much pole pressure, but you have to think about where the rain forces are being distributed. So a little bit is going to the pole. Mm. The rest will be going to the tongue, the corners of the lips. Um, but in the case of these levered bits, because you have a curb chain, um, what we found is that after one kilogram of rain tension, the curb chain actually takes over. It prevents any further rotation, so you are going to be putting pressure um, into the horse's chin groove. Yeah. So we always have to think about the nerves, the blood vessels, but we also tend to tie the horse's mouth shut, don't mm, we? Yeah. Crank nose bands, flash nose straps. It's, we tie them shut, we compress their tongue, we push things up into their palate. So, you know, I think you really, really just need to know your horse's mouth anatomy, and then you can make a choice. And it's just, it's what works for your horse. So, Carolyn, thank you so much. <laughs> it's You're fascinating. So Gosh, we are in a, in a very beautiful room, aren't we? And oh, there's we tea and coffee, so if you yes. heard some water being poured, um, then there's a lovely gentleman having some lunch in the corner. He's having a little break um, in this beautiful place in London. It is gorgeous. And it, hasn't it been an amazing morning so it far? It has been an absolutely amazing morning. I've loved the talk so far. Some, some great information out there. And an interesting debate, everyone, you know, an interesting panel discussion on Brexit and the impact of Brexit. And yes. Rolio has chaired that beautifully. And, and it was, I think it's, very, it's interesting to hear businesses perception and what they're going through I mean what yeah. you guys are going through cutting through with your education yeah, is yeah. the way forward definitely absolutely yeah yeah and I mean the Brexit talk really hit home for me um, you know because as you know I'm a EU citizen yeah. and uh, brought my horse over from the states by way of Belgium and so you know he didn't get microchipped until Belgium and he has a Belgian passport and really so yeah yeah why so, didn't he get microchipped uh, they don't do that in the states oh, and then no. it varies by state what identification is needed so it's, uh, oh my gosh! So actually, like a worldwide system for microchipping would be would phenomenal. Be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, because then you can really track the movement of horses. Because it was scary taking him out of the states. I'd moved him within the states, mm. moved him across the country, but then he was picked up in the middle of the night when I was already in Belgium, quarantined in New York, and then came to Belgium and oh my gosh. just wasn't even Do you feel safer knowing that he's microchipped now? Um, I do, in a way, yes. Mm. Um, I mean, it did leave some scar tissue in him, so I, I do kind of think about that and wonder. 
Um, I mean, if he were to be stolen, it is a piece of identity. He's not tattooed or anything. Um, but better to be safe than sorry, and it's all it is. But if the more that we can track our horses, and the more horses we know are out there, then we know the ones that need help. We can help them more. Exactly just kind of brings everybody together a little bit well it's been fascinating i wish you all the best of luck you're on at two o'clock yes yes and you'll be great thank you thank you i look forward to it Thanks so much for listening. I'm at the National Equine Forum all day today and I'll be bringing you interviews with guest speakers, with some of the experts. We'll be live tweeting the conversations that are taking place and photos too. So you can get involved in what's happening at the NEF. Tweet us your questions. What do you think about some of the subjects that are being talked about? Just use hashtag horse hour, hashtag NEF17. The experts here are talking in detail about how we can make changes to the industry. How can we improve our equestrian industry and you're part of that as well so do tweet us your opinions and your questions i will speak to you very soon planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.